Is privacy still possible? Is privacy still possible? How does access to your data affect your world? The voice of each and every person is needed to make sure we all have choices. Warren Buffett famously said, you only find out who's swimming naked when the tide goes out. So let's see what happens when the tide goes out on some of the technology in our lives. Convenience, profit, and loss of privacy must balance with societal benefit, safety, awareness, and oversight. As technology adoption increases, so does the impact on every one of us. Do we know how, where, when, and why our data is being collected? Have we given permission for this collection? Do we have the right to refuse collection? To opt out specific data collection? It has to be said, with great power comes great responsibility. AI is a powerhouse tool with immense potential to help humanity. As we activate and enable this tool in its many forms, let's make sure that we protect our right to privacy, permission, bias removal, and more. Where is AI headed in 2023? Where should AI be headed in 2023? We need to answer these questions and many others together. AI plus people, it's the only option for 2023. AI affects us every day. It's important to educate ourselves to advocate for both ourselves and others, and to be part of the ongoing conversation around AI ethics, applications, legal implications across agencies, geopolitical borders, and cybersecurity. AI can do wondrous things to bring a global society closer, but only if we are constantly vigilant, both inside and outside the AI space. AI has amazing potential, but the more we benefit, the more we risk losing our privacy. Personally, legally, and geopolitically. As we work toward, as we work toward, an impact, toward impactful solutions in health, as we work toward impactful solutions in health, education, food distribution, information privacy, and more, it's important, uh, let's remember to respect both ourselves and the technology. Both will flourish if we stay informed and make the best long-term decisions that we can. In-depth discussion, actionable information, and a call to action. Communicate. Ask questions. Hold leaders accountable. Always. Hold yourself accountable. Always. Transparency, integrity, and accountability are everything. Sometimes they can be verified. Sometimes they can't. But they are all we have, so let's use them. Leadership is going to be is only going to be leadership is only going to be held accountable to the degree that it needs to be if the public is really paying attention. So let's pay attention. No need to be an expert. Ask questions, engage. Ask questions, engage those of us within this industry in conversation. Follow organizations like the Algorithmic Justice League, the Electronic Frontier Foundation and others. Attend events. Be objective. Be informed. The basics aren't as daunting as they may seem at first. And remember, we are all in this together. Technology is accelerating and how it touches each of our lives is important. Let's break down the silos in 2023 and communicate. In terms of privacy and security, how are the roles changing for those within the AI, corporate, and consumer spaces? What is the most important thing we should be communicating? 
about AI to consumers and users and the public in general? What are some of the long-term, far-reaching effects of our rapid acceptance of AI, whether for home, fun, or health? As AI use and its associated data collection increases, what are the challenges that we see in terms of privacy and security? It's 2023. This year's Wish for Humanity is based on the promised potential and caveats of how we handle the power of AI in the coming years. Let's start with what we have learned. It has to be said, with great power comes great responsibility. AI is a powerhouse tool with immense potential to help humanity. As we activate and enable this tool in its many forms, let's make sure that we protect our right to privacy, permission, bias removal, and more. Where is AI headed in 2023? Where should AI be headed in 2023? We need to answer these questions and many others together. In terms of security and privacy, how are our roles changing? Within the AI corporate and consumer spaces, what is the most important thing we should be communicating about AI to consumers and users and the public in general? What are some of the long-term, far-reaching effects of our rapid acceptance of AI, whether for home, fun, or health? As AI use and its associated data collection increases, what are the challenges we see in terms of privacy and security? My answers. Number one, how are the roles changing for those within AI, corporate and consumer spaces? Uh, Apparently I don't have an answer there. Number two. What is the most important thing we should be communicating to AI about, about what is the most important thing we should be communicating about AI to consumers and users and the public in general? The answer is to advocate and require accountability. This comes back to leadership. Hold leaders accountable. Hold yourself accountable. What type of communication upgrade is needed between the AI industry, corporate and end users? The answer advocate. Why, what, who, where, ask questions about your data. End users need to hold industry, corporate, and government leaders accountable. We also need to educate on what is going on. Decisions made today affect the uptake and acceptance of AI in our society. Number four, what are some of the long-term far-reaching effects of our rapid acceptance of AI, whether for home, fun, or health? Many who use conveniences from Alexa to Fitbit may not consider just how much privacy they've lost. Once lost, your privacy is never coming back. Data analysis can be used to solve problems like health research and medical research. As number five, as AI and its associated data collection increases, what are the challenges you see in terms of privacy and security? My answer is number one, convenience always equates to loss of privacy, loss change. Data crosses borders. We lose privacy. We need to keep up. AI, renewed roles and functions. With the, with the all the data that is becoming available every day and the advancement that is happening in research and development, two angles are becoming very important. Number one, how we communicate about AI, its current applications, and its potential to under... And its potential... How we communicate about AI, its current applications, and its potential, so it is understandable and relatable to the broader public. 
This is the basis, basis for social acceptance and scaling. The public needs to understand the high-level consequences as well as the immediate consequences. Government law corporations can explain their part, but people need to do their part as well if we are to bridge this divide. As much as possible, each person has a responsibility to keep up with current news and events, to look at the big picture, not just how does this affect me. This isn't a lecture about greater good. It's simply a fact. If we put on blinkers and only look at the short term, at the short term personal benefit, we miss the greater opportunity to help ourselves and yes, to help others as well. This focus also does not reflect the reality that government advocacy or governments, advocacy organizations, private operate corporations make big picture decisions. So help so we need to help that happen. All how we handle all the data challenges and cybersecurity, which is scaling and this is number two, how we handle all the data challenges in cybersecurity, which is scaling in an ethical way. Finally, also we want to also touch on how our roles are changing. No matter how we no matter where we are in the ecosystem and the organization, we all play a part. And that part is changing and we need to adapt. So be part of the conversation. Updates and awareness. Keep up with the latest information. We are all on a reimagined learning curve. Data security. Social engineering is how our pre-digital habits and good manners can make us an easy mark. Health and tech and tech self-advocacy. How are you protected and from what? The C-suite and its evolving role in this accelerated tech reality. As we power up our people and our tech, we will look at the role of the C-suite in this process. There's a primer in digital ethics is what we need, what it is, and why you can and should stay informed. And we also need to deal with bias. Where is AI headed in 2023? The potential, the potential, the pitfalls, and the ways we can excel by bringing technology and people together. Why should you join us? Now that is the right question. AI affects us every day. It's important to educate ourselves to advocate for both ourselves and others, and to be a part of the ongoing conversation around AI ethics, applications, legal implications across agencies, geopolitical borders, and cybersecurity. AI can do wonderful things to bring a global society closer, but only if we are constantly vigilant, both inside and outside the AI space. AI is amazing potential, but the more we benefit, the more we risk losing our privacy, personally, legally, and geopolitically, and forever. As we work toward an impactful toward impactful solutions in health, education, food distribution, information, privacy, and more, let's remember to respect both ourselves and the technology. Both will flourish if we stay informed and make the best long-term decisions we can. Technology is accelerating, and how it touches each of our lives is important. Let's break down the silos in 2023 and communicate. I will learn more about your world, and you can learn more about mine. Engage a techie in conversation, or a marketing professional, a postman, an investor, a researcher, a librarian, a CEO, or someone else. Where is AI headed in 2023? Where should AI be headed in 2023? We need to answer these questions and many others together. AI plus people, it's the only option for 2023. Add your voice to the discussion. A short list of my questions to you. Grab coffee. These are important. Where is AI headed in 2023? Who will decide AI's focus, benefits, and protections in 2023? 
Will bias in AI decline, and how will we achieve that? Will we head down paths we cannot reverse but wish that we could? Will we head down paths of enormous benefit? What will be the cost-benefit to future generations, legal, practical, and personal privacy? In a nutshell, wherever AI is going, and it's definitely going somewhere, how will it get there? Now that is the right question. A start to the answers. It's up to you. It's up to me. Join the conversation. Understanding the amazing world of technology that is all around you. What will it take to solve the bias problem in artificial intelligence? This issue is pervasive. Technology like this affects every one of us. It affects our daily lives in more ways than we can imagine. And it is biased. It is inaccurate. It is legal. An example from Microsoft. Microsoft is removing emotion recognition features from its facial recognition tech. Here's a quote. Experts inside and outside the company have highlighted the lack of scientific consensus on the definition of emotions. The challenges in how references generalize across use cases, regions, and demographics, and the heightened privacy concerns around this type of capability. And that's from Natasha Crampton, Microsoft's chief responsible AI officer. It has life-changing capabilities when it's properly used. AI has life-changing capabilities when it's properly used. Attend this event that we're doing right now. Attend many events. Learn. Leadership is the responsibility of each and every one of us, of each of us every day. It means living by values of integrity, accountability, and empathy. Simply by existing, we affect everyone we know and everyone who knows us. Close collaboration and respect, a removal of silos and a spirit of respect, adventure, and integrity from the end user to the boardroom. We are all in this together. The greatest repercussions, loss of privacy, loss of understanding and control over our own personal data and eventually our lives. Within cybersecurity, self-advocacy needs to be protected. The, the, we protect it by... Uh, within cybersecurity... Self-advocacy. We need to protect, we need self-advocacy to protect data locations, data rights of sharing, revealing, and using. It's a complex issue. Oh, this is a quote from, um, it's a complex issue, and moving too fast in one direction may leave many holes in the ability to enforce privacy, safety, security, ethics, and transparency. It's a long list. When, how, where, and why can it be used? And how many new questionable applications will come out of simply putting people in tech together? Are we really, are we ready to look, are we ready to hold back every no, every, are we ready to back every no, every challenge to our decisions? Are we ready to back every no, every challenge to our decisions with legal, moral, and ethical responses, just the tip of the iceberg. And what those countries, who, and what about those countries who, on a good day, aren't fond of us? Don't get left behind. AI is becoming affordable, accessible, and understandable. AI ethics is supported by increased transparency, improved security, enhanced efficiency. AI is disrupting business operations, personal lives, and established culture. Where is the AI line? 
How does it affect you? Who decides? Do they understand you? Do they recognize you? How much of what makes us human can we mimic in AI? AI, like all technologies, is a tool. It makes our lives better by doing repetitive, mundane, or complex jobs faster, and at times better. Complex does not cover morals or ethics or principles or individuality. It has to be said with... Uh, Wonderful discussions, actionable information, and this call to action. Everyone, absolutely everyone, needs to learn the basics, track their data, and understand the potential outcomes of their choices to share that data. The biggest lesson is leadership. The biggest lesson is leadership. Hold leaders accountable by asking these five questions. Number one, what do you, why do you want my data? Number two, what will you do with my data? Number three, who will have access to my data? Number four, how will you secure and protect and protect my data? Number five, where will you store my data? And in some cases, the most important questions. Number one, can I remove my data from your databases if I wish? Number two, how will you verify to me that my data has been removed? Because the reality is that there is no way to actually know that my data has been removed from all databases, backups, and storage. Transparency, integrity, and accountability are everything. They are all we have. But as transparent as we can get, using our best judgment on integrity is not enough. Accountability adds a powerful tool to this toolbox. CEOs who feign ignorance, um, CEOs who feign ignorance and huge money decisions or a stack of paperwork to read, digest, and discuss with legal HR, security, accounting, and more. That integrity comes from leadership. That leadership is only going to be held accountable to the degree it needs to be if the public is really paying attention. We have commercial uses. Convenience and societal benefits must balance with safety and awareness. Who has your data? Are all places visible? Where did they get your data? Where was the data uploaded or acquired? Was it given voluntarily? Was it given with your knowledge? Was consent and knowledge required by law? What are they doing with your data? Where is your data stored? Who has access to your data? Will it be sold or shared? Will your data be sold or shared? Will your data pass through countries other than the one in which it was uploaded? Will it do this during transit, uploading to storage, or during use? What else can or will your data be used for? What expanded use cases exist for your data? It, is it useful to law enforcement? Can they acquire a subpoena or use it with a warrant? What is the intent of the data collection? Is it humanitarian, health, convenience, profit? Does the convenience or other benefit outweigh the cost of this loss of privacy? The ability of law enforcement, health, and courts, hosp uh, courts hospitals, government... Does the convenience or other benefit outweigh the cost of this loss of privacy? For example, the ability of law enforcement, health, or courts, and the courts could be identification, driver blame assignment. Uh, there's also hospitals, government. Governments have voter privacy. 
uh, what about the compilation of databases based on past searches, which may or may not be accurate when there is no way to check? When there's no, what is the responsibility of each of us to advocate for our right to privacy? Personal privacy. We may not think we need this, but acquiescence by the majority means that those who do need privacy no longer have it. Let's look at the Molly problem of self-driving cars. Whose ethics, morals, and laws would you like to bet your life on when you walk on the street? Your children's lives. Always ask why the data is being collected and how is the company or application making money. Google Maps is an example. It has driving directions, maps, and satellite images of our homes. There are platforms like Snapchat. When we use Snapchat and that so that app that uses facial recognition to notify people who are blind that they were being smiled at. Sorry, there, um, there are platforms like Snapchat. When you use that app that makes puts funny bunny ears on your photo and puts a little funny bunny nose, how do you think they know where to put those? Because they're mapping your face, which means they have your image and they have that information. Images, information about facial structures and contours and expressions can be very useful. There's an app that recognizes that uses facial recognition to notify people who are blind that they are being smiled at. There's also law enforcement. Academic institutions like Carnegie Mellon University are also working on technology to help enhance video surveillance. The university was granted a patent around hallucinating facial features, quotation marks, hallucinating facial features a method to help law enforcement agencies identify masked suspects by reconstructing a full face when only the periocular region of the face is captured. Facial recognition may then be used to compare the hallucinated face to images of actual faces to find ones with a strong correlation. But we need to be careful. There is strong correlation. And we add to that our bias when we look at people, when we look at their history, when we look at their socioeconomic status. Another example, Amazon and Microsoft. How do we keep up with who and what is being researched? In December 2017, a Google patent was published with an ambitious vision for anal analyzing cardiovascular functions from a person's skin color or skin displacement, which could be good if that's what you want somebody to do. But if it becomes something that is ubiquitous, then we go back to those questions. Of, was, was, did someone ask before they monitored for your cardiovascular function, if it can be done without um, by watches, by different items, by by your Fitbit. Amazon applied for a similar patent for passive monitoring in 2014, which was later granted in 2017. It combines recognition of facial features using neural nets or other algorithmic approaches with heart rate analysis. Banking, would you like a choice? We all have doppelgangers. Banks are beginning to use facial recognition as secure login tools for customers using their online banking sites and apps. HSBC and Singapore's OCBC have both added facial biometrics as options for logging into mobile banking accounts. The technology is said to offer less than one in a million chance of mistaken identity. And as we know, this has gone to facial recognition is now everywhere. Social media, entertainment, filters and lenses and tracking. Snapchat was a pioneer of facial recognition as a personal entertainment tool. This, filters and lenses take a scan of your face and then apply things like makeup or rabbit ears. 
These tools also know when the user's mouth opens, for example, and can animate dog tongues and rainbows. How will all of this affect me, you, the rich, the poor, the employed, and the unemployed? What do you think? Now that is the right question. What is fairness? What causes bias? Really causes the deep bias that we see after extensive use and testing of applications, such as the Amazon resume application. Amazon resumes used an algorithm that favored males. Not on purpose, it just did. Not rating. They were not rated based on technical abilities, experience, or other abilities. Whoever is creating these applications is creating the bias in ethics that are tracking, is creating the ethics tracking metrics and questions. So who is creating those metrics and questions? Who's checking? Who's creating the metrics and checks and balances? Who's auditing the results? Who is auditing the auditors? What cause, oh, I'm going to take, Enhancing distributed intelligence. Transform disparate data into a universal context that fosters trustworthy collaboration between humans, machine... Oh, sorry, this is a quote from Richard Tiem. Begin quote. Transform disparate data into a universal context that fosters trustworthy collaboration between humans, machines, and AI across digital and physical systems. Imagine a smarter world that elevates human potential through innovations inspired by nature. End quote. Um, okay, I'm not sure where the quotes are in this. I'm going to have to look this up. I think that's not a quote from Richard, so I'm going to start this over. We're going to start and just delete that whole part. How will the... Um, social media and entertainment filters, lenses, and tracking. Snapchat was a pioneer of facial recognition as a personal entertainment tool. Filters and lenses take a scan of your face and then apply things like makeup or rabbit ears. These tools also know when the user's mouth opens, for example, and they can animate dog tongues and rainbows. How, do they, how will they affect you and me, the rich, the poor, the unemployed, all of these social media and entertainment filters and lenses and tracking? What do you think? Now that is the right question. What is fairness? What causes bias? really causes the deep bias we see after extensive use and testing of applications, such as the Amazon resume application. In Amazon, they used a resume application where the algorithm favored males. Not on purpose, it just did. It was not rating based on tech abilities, experience, or other abilities. So who is creating the ethics and, the tra and tracking the metrics and the questions? Who's creating the ethics tracking metrics and questions? Who is checking? Who's creating the metrics, the checks, and the balances? Who's auditing the results? Who is auditing the auditors? We need enhanced, we need something that is enhancing a distributed, we are enhancing distributed intelligence. Transform disparate data into a universal context that fosters trustworthy collaboration between humans, machines, and AI across digital and physical systems. Imagine a smarter world that elevates human potential through innovation inspired by nature. A quote from Richard T.M. Begin quote. 
an incisive illumination of how the transformational engines of information technologies alter our religious structures, spiritual frameworks, and points of ethical reference, even as we try to apply them to the new humanity, i.e., individuals and organizational structures all the way to the top of geopolitical realities who are morphing as a result of their symbiotic relationship with these technologies. Not only what we see is changing, but the lens through which we are through, but the lens through which we see are changing too. But the lenses through which we see are changing too, because the eyes that see through them are also changing. We have been rewired by the process and the transaction itself. We have been rewired by the process, and the transaction itself changes us into something else. Biohacking young people. End quote. Next quote, Richard T.M. Ethics, how the universe works. Everything is connected. Conscious, mindful, vigilant, adapt behaviors, which, as best you can, pretty much work for others as well as you. Universe turns into a win-win. I'm not sure where these quotes begin and end. Um, I think that's the end of Richard Tien's quote. Tien's quote. And then there's one from Alfred North Whitehead. Begin quote. The processes that revolutionize a society all but wreck the society from which they emerge. End quote. So, moving on to complexities. We create a noise and inertia. Are you equipped to make these decisions? Who is equipped? Where do we start? To prevent poorly designed and built products. Why? How? Why? Why not? We have AI, and then there's AI ethics. That requires organizational change. So the complexities, we, we create noise and inertia. Are you equipped to make these decisions? Who is equipped? Next question, where to start? So that we can prevent poorly designed and poorly built products. Why and why not? Next question, AI ethics requires organizational change. The path to privacy. Is privacy still possible? How does your data affect your world? The voice of each and every person is needed to make sure we all have choices. Warren Buffett famously said, you only find out who is swimming naked when the tide goes out. So let's see what happens when the tide goes out on some of the technology in our lives. Convenience, profit, and loss of privacy must balance with societal benefit, safety, awareness, and oversight. As technology adoption increases, so does the impact on every one of us. Do we know how, where, when, and why our data is being collected? Have we given our permission for this collection? Do we have the right to refuse collection, to opt out specific data collection? Join us for... Um, what are the options... Join us for a time of discovery, discussions, and decisions. Options to advocate for privacy, safety, and security, both online and offline. Technology applications that bring health, health benefits, inclusion, and access to many. Look beneath the public veneer of news cycles and see the real story. Let's make transparency an everyday reality. As each of us, are each of us informed when it our biometrics, our fingerprints, our voice and facial recognition are uploaded and used to create databases that could potentially identify us in criminal, in critical situations. So let's talk about biometrics. Are each of us informed 
when our biometrics, which is our fingerprints, voice, facial recognition, and more, when those are uploaded and used to create databases that could potentially misidentify us in critical situations? Is the public informed of the range of testing analysis and, and the probability of misidentification before biometric, uh, biometric and enhanced application is put into use in our airports, streets, shopping malls, schools, and more. Let's check it out and see. The New York Times set up a legal three-camera facial recognition system in Manhattan's Bryant Park for less than $100. The newspaper stated that it detected over 2,750 faces over a nine-hour period and was able to use publicly available employee information local databases to identify people in the park. So, not so much. Now let's look at some of the smart devices many of us use and love. Patterns of behavior, routines, and information about when your turbo-powered mower is not in use and you are possibly relaxing on a sunny beach far away from your neglected lawn. So we're talking about Roombas, Alexa, Google Maps, and your RoboPower mower. Let's be clear, all of the above devices from Robo mowers to Siri are conveniences to some, but to others they are tools that help with issues of mobility, health, accessibility, and more. Technology is a trade-off, always. With gifts of knowledge, what gifts of knowledge did the research give us? What gifts of mobility, health, or safety were gained? What are the downsides that came with these gifts? Are we, the public, kept informed and given choices about the data we contributed, given access to them, about the data we contributed, and are we given access to these gifts? Next subject, surveillance, collection, storage. As technology increases, so does the impact on every one of us. Do we know how, where, when, and why our data is being stored? Have we given permission for this collection? Do we have the right to refuse collection or opt out of specific data collection? Next paragraph. Join us for a summer of discovery, discussion, and decisions. Options to uh, uh, This will include options to advocate for privacy, safety, and security, both offline and online. It will include technology appliances, sorry, technology applications that bring health benefits, inclusion, and access to many. We will look beneath the public veneer of news cycles and see the real story. Let's make transparency an everyday reality. How do we communicate? How we communicate about AI, the current application, its current applications, and its potential, so it is understandable and relatable for the broader public, which is a basis for social acceptance and scaling. We need to do this because, or this is important because, compelling, understandable, and relatable is not an issue. There is already widespread societal acceptance in things like Alexa, Fitbit, video games, and smart homes. We already use things like voice print, face print, fingerprint access to our smartphones. It's already compelling. What is more important is that we are not yet aware where the 
What is more important is that we are not yet where the public thinks we are. We need to let the public know that AI is not always where we think it is. We need to let them know that they are pivotal in this journey of AI becoming what they think it is. They are pivotal in the journey of advocacy, transparency, and integrity. That integrity comes from leadership. That leadership is only going to be held accountable to the degree that it needs to be if the public is really paying attention. We need to be vigilant. As we move into a brand new year, let's reflect back on a topic that is vitally important in the lives of everyone on this planet, AI. And now let's add AI ethics, AI advancement and applications, AI potential, education, and understanding, AI and your data. As AI advances, the amount of data involved increases rapidly. How this data is collected and created, the number of places this data is stored, and the security in place to protect it become increasingly complex parts of the infrastructure required. As data travels from server to server, the legal implications of each border being crossed also adds increased complexity. Advancements in research can improve our lives. As we move into 2023 and beyond, let's talk. Let's talk about AI and its potential versus its reality with everyone it affects, which is everyone. Let's talk about cybersecurity, data sovereignty, accountable leadership, and self-advocacy. Remember, it's your data. Learn and discuss and be heard. We need to have amazing discussions, actionable information, and a call to action. Everyone, absolutely everyone, needs to learn the basics about AI and their data. They need to track their data and understand the potential outcomes of their choices to share that data. It all comes down to leadership. Hold leaders accountable, always. Hold yourself accountable, always. Let's start with something easy. How many point cards do you have? What if every time a website, cashier, or salesperson asked for your name, your email address, and your phone number, you asked these five questions. Why do you want my data? Sorry, number one, why do you want my data? Number two, what will you do with my data? Number three, who will have access to my data? Number four, where will you store my data? Number five, how will you secure and protect my data? The reality is, of course, that neither the website's help chat nor the store's employees are likely to be able to answer these questions. Ask the questions anyway. Transparency, integrity, and accountability are everything. They are all we have. Integrity comes from That integrity comes from leadership. That leadership is only going to be held accountable to the degree that it needs to be if the public is really paying attention. In-depth discussions, actionable information, and a call to action. Communicate. Ask questions. Hold leaders accountable. Always. Hold yourself accountable. Always. Transparency, integrity, and accountability are everything. Sometimes they can be verified. Sometimes they can't. But they are all we have, so let's use them. Leadership is only going to be held accountable to the degree that it needs to be if the public is really paying attention. So let's pay attention. No need to be an expert. Expert. Ask questions, engage those of us within the industry in conversation, follow organizations like the Algorithmic Justice League, the Electronic Frontier Foundation, and others. Attend events, be objective, be informed. The basics aren't as daunting as they may seem at first. And remember, we are all in this together. Technology is accelerating, and how it touches each of our lives is important. Let's break down the silos and communicate. 
I will learn more about your world and you learn more about mine. Engage a techie in conversation. 